This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's no place like the cube. Hey, I'm Adele. And I'm Anna. And we are ACAD Productions. Get ready to nod your head and laugh out loud as we bring an unfiltered perspective to black life in predominantly white spaces. So, welcome to the head nod. Season one, Black Life at a PWI. From shared stories to dreams set high, in this vibrant tapestry, we touch the sky. Living on campus, we find our place. Black excellence thrives in every embrace. Oh, yes, it does. Oh, yes, it does. Thank you, Mm -hmm. ChatGPT. Welcome to the head nod. Booch, booch, boom. You like <laughs> you the remix? No, I like the Those remix. Fire, right? The little, <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. We got a, a sibling combo today on the show. Mm, that's a good way of calling it. Sibling combo? Sibling yeah. combo, yeah. Two for two? I don't know. You know, it's All two the of them. They can't <laughs> see them, but they look just alike. It's going to be great. Identical, Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Remy and Sophie are in the building. Adele, you going to intro everybody to Sophie? Yeah. So Sophie, which I'm going to shout out, especially because she's part of the DCP team. Okay. So Sophie Poindexter is a graphic designer and social media manager from Newark, Delaware, based in Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania. We're going to start that over because that is not a place. It's All not. Right. Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania? No. I'm, I'm kidding. No, it's not a place. Ryan, keep it all in. Keep Let's Pennsylvania, go. Pennsylvania. In. All right. No. So Sophie Poindexter is a graphic designer and social media manager from Newark, Delaware, based in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. She graduated from the University of Delaware in 2021. Oh, a little baby. Where she majored in visual communications. She loves traveling, live music, and being outside. Get it, Sophie. Welcome, Sophie. <laughs> Thanks for coming outside and joining us. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Sophie, Sophie, you're going to have to say thank you a lot louder. Okay, we got we get loud on this podcast, Sophie. <laughs> you you got to take a note from Remy, okay? Okay. Listen. You, you're going to have to turn it up a little. All right, no, I'm kidding. All right. Remy Poindexter is an art historian and faculty fellow at UNC Asheville. He is also, of course, a Delaware native, and he also graduated from the University of Delaware before moving to New York to pursue a PhD in art history at the Cooney Graduate Center. Now, outside of work, you can find him hiking, playing bar trivia, or cooking up a new recipe, which we got to talk about because I love to eat. Okay. Remy and his sister Sophie have a multicultural, multilingual background of roots in the Mid-Atlantic, Southeast, and French Caribbean. Come on, Remy. You better get it all <laughs> yes, in there. with the bio. Yes. You know, I want it to be complete. Yes, I love it. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Hello. <laughs> I liked how you included me in Yeah, there. of course. You, yes, you're in his bio. <laughs> I knew you weren't going to put that, so I put it <laughs> I know. <laughs> Here we go. One sibling point for Ribby so far. <laughs> so, question to the Poindexter twins. I mean, siblings. So, tell us, we know who you are, but you can say your name again if you like, what you majored in and what your school call out is. What is the call out from your school? So, for me at Penn State, we said we are 
for Anna at Drake, they said D U. So what it, what it, what do you got? We'll start we'll start with Sophie because Sophie was just like, ooh. I guess. <laughs> I was like, is it bad if I don't know the call out? No, I think it's just like blue hens. Is yeah, that right? It sounds me? right. Look, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna say it that exciting. Did you say the blue hens? That's our mascot, the blue hens. Yeah. I am Googling right now because I yes. want to know <laughs> we what need a blue more. hen. We need looks more. Like. Yes. Yeah, it's a very ridiculous. <laughs> <thing>. <laughs> So when you're at the games, you just go, Blue Hands. Yeah. yeah. Okay, th- there's your call out right there. Do it again, Sophie. <laughs> I had to like get in the setting. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're, are we going to do it again? You're at school and there's a game and you shout, Blue Hands. <laughs> yeah. In that voice, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie. This Blue Hand is a little gangster. Yeah. I can it see is? the vibe right here. Let me Google it. There you got me Googling. The Blue Hand got a little attitude. It's got a, like a little yeah. vibe. It's right, not like just... He's got, got a little yeah, something. Yeah. <laughs> a little something in the University of Delaware. I ain't mad at Blue Hand. <laughs> oh, it does got an attitude problem. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's got a little flavor. So how did both of you all land at the University of Delaware? Well, I guess I'll start explaining part of it. And then yeah. Remy can <laughs> hop in. But um, our mom worked there. So our mom is French... Caribbean. So she was born in Martinique and then grew up in Paris. And she ended up at Delaware. I forget the whole story in between. Ended up marrying my dad, who is from Delaware. Um, and then she got a job at the University of Delaware. I think she's been working there for over 30 yeah, years, right, Remy? Right, right? mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, she's been working there a very long time and does not want to retire. <laughs> loves her job. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, but I've had a lot of friends like take her class, which is funny. Um, and even like if I was walking around campus, people would like recognize me from like a family PowerPoint or something she would do. Because <laughs> people would, like look at me. I was like, yep, that's me. <laughs> it's funny. Um, but yeah, then we both went because we would get. Yeah, that, that was the major part. But Remy's eight years <laughs> older than me. So he actually graduated <laughs> in 2012. And I grad wait, well, right? tech 2013 because I did an extra year, but yeah. Okay, I also did an <laughs> extra year, so I was like 2020, but then technically 2021. Right, right. Yeah, but I'm glad I stayed an extra year because the whole COVID era was rough. Yeah, that whole thing. Yeah. So yeah. Remy, for you, was it was this the only option? Did you consider any other? I remember. Like, I was going to apply to schools, and then I was like, you know what, I'm definitely going to go to UD, it's free. And, um, like, I just saw the application fee for the only other school I wanted to apply to, which was Penn. And I was like, A, I might not get in, B, it's an expensive fee, and C, I'm definitely going to UD. So, you know. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you stopped at the application (laughs) Yeah, I know, it's just like, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Which, I feel like my... (laughs) It too much to apply. He said, this already costs too much, (laughs) let alone the tuition. Let's not, we don't have to talk about anything else. (laughs) I I feel like I didn't understand like what free tuition meant until way too Mm -hmm. late because then I would be like, there's a lot of people from out of state, I guess from Jersey, New York, you'll see at University of Delaware. And I remember just being like someone mentioning the tuition. I was like, you pay how much? (laughs) And they're like, that's how much I pay. I was like, what? I never even thought. I was like, I never even thought about that. Mm-hmm. Damn. But, yeah. yeah, school's expensive. <laughs> yeah. School's yeah, I expensive. Like, I, like, I realize school's that expensive. It's ridiculous. It's crazy expensive. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Good thing you didn't have to, okay? Yeah. Right. You didn't have to realize it. You didn't have to know. I ain't mad. Way to go, mom. Yeah. She had right. it all planned out. They, they got to walk around campus a little, a little, a little lighter than everybody else. Everybody you else is like that loads, and they all are like la la la. Like y'all just got to be free. I'm not mad at it at all. Not at all. No, <laughs> no crazy financial aid stories here. Okay, we made it. I just had to pay for like room and board. I think Remy didn't. Yeah. <laughs> He's like so they a, changed the policy through. No, he's just more of like a school person than I. Yeah, I, I got a scholarship for room like, board. 
Oh, so yeah. Remy was like free money and free money. Got you. Got you. I, know. I was oh. like, I have to go to college. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. So what did y'all study? Um, I studied visual communications, which is just graphic design. Um, but UD actually has one of the like top programs in the country, which is really random. Um, so I always knew I wanted to do that program, especially like, being in a college town. I guess it's weird, like growing up in a college town, we grew up so close to campus. So I kind of already knew what the departments were like, what majors I would be considering and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's cool. I kind of like bounced around. I went in like wanting to be a doctor. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go to med school. I'm going to do bio. And then I switched to, um, I triple majored because I, I do love school. That's why I'm still here. Um, <laughs> and I did like Spanish, <laughs> art history, and Latin American studies. And I minored in English. <laughs> wow. But I was kind of like taking. <laughs> you say my tuition is free. So I'm exactly. going to get everything <laughs> out of this experience. That's like pretty much how I did it. <laughs> You extra smart. Extra, extra. And, di- and in different languages mm-hmm. than that. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so what was it like? Um, Sophie, you kind of touched on it a little bit, but what was it like to have like your mom as a faculty member? Did that make for awkward situations or was it just cool? Like, what was it like for you guys? I guess a little. Like, ever since we've been young, we've been like going on my mom's study abroads and stuff. So it's like really funny. Like, I remember being like, nine going to like France and like bothering the students and Remy also went on a lot of them as well and we still continue to so we went to Martinique the Caribbean where my mom is from and we went with a group of students and did some of the things with them and it was fun like we just had go on but then it's funny on campus I just I just wasn't like a big school person I think and just I was anxious just about feeling like people were watching me or things were like, because it was a big school, um, like a mid-sized school, but still pretty big. But since we grew up there, I felt like I knew it really well. But just walking down um, on campus, and I feel like people would like look at me like, oh, and I'll be like, maybe they recognize me from my mom's like PowerPoint presentation about her family. Or people would stop me and be like, oh my God, is your mom Flora Poindexter? And I'll be like, yeah. <laughs> but sometimes it's, it's also funny. Like I had a lot of friends take her class. My friend met her now husband in my mom's class, which is hilarious. Aww. Um, so, and my mom like loves her students, so she makes sure like stay in touch with the good ones and stuff like that. <laughs> Not the good ones, <laughs> only yeah. the good ones, right? <laughs> what What about you? Yeah, Amy? what was that experience? I think it's kind of the same. Like you get a little piece of home, like on campus. Like you know, I, I would always go to mom's office and like print or like um like we'd like order sushi or something and just like. <laughs> eat lunch together it's kind of nice if you're feeling i don't know <laughs> but our house was so close to campus it was a little like <laughs> ridiculous but so you know, I don't know. Yeah, like, it makes yeah i could walk like one year yeah like one year i literally my apartment was like a 15 minute <laughs> walk to our house so i would just do like laundry there and things like that and i also would get like sushi with mom because her office was right across from the art mm-hmm. building so she would just be like, hey, like, you have lunch? And I'd be like, no. She's like, I'm going to order some sushi. Come yeah. to the office. It was always sushi or chick Or both, honestly. And yeah. those are not on opposite spectrums. Okay. Yeah. Y'all are so cute. It's just so precious, Anna. They're just hit, sitting and getting sushi for lunch and being recognized. So you were you were well behaved on campus because you know at this point everybody knows that who your mom is. Yeah. So it's just locking down and studying. Mm-hmm. Huh? Yeah, you have to be a little careful. I don't know. I feel like Sophie might have had a little streak. What was you doing, Sophie? You were well behaved the entire time. Yeah, I was calling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Kind of. <laughs> Why did Remy start laughing? Was mm. uh, this like school was like, I don't know, I feel like I've always thrived in like smaller classes and stuff, which is why I did enjoy my major because it was very small compared to like the rest of the school. But I was probably like one of three or four like black people, including um, my <laughs> professor and my major. Actually, 
black professors like those guys. But like, other than that, it was like, I only hung out with those people. So I feel like freshman year, I did have like a party phase because I went to all girls Catholic high school and I had never done like anything. And I just like, it was 2016. And I just like, kind of was like, I'm in a state school. Let me like go to frats and stuff. And I remember I had this like whole party, like friend group. And there was one night I, <laughs> I just was like in the middle of a party and I was like, this is the same thing every time they're playing like the chain smokers and they're playing like, I don't know. It was just like, Oh, like, and I just left and like never went to another frat party. <laughs> my friends were like, where did you go that night? And I was like, I just, my head was cleared. Like I was definitely like in the rough a little freshman year wearing like vineyard vines hats and then my hair was so damaged because I just come from like this all white, like Catholic school. <laughs> so I definitely needed to do some like self exploring, which I did. <laughs> That's dope though. Mm, I think we all did. <laughs> come so far. Right. Yeah. I mean, what are we doing in college if we're not doing yeah. that? Like that's, that's the whole point. I know. I always think like, oh, if I could go back like now and I'm the way I am now, it'd be like so cool. <laughs> but it's like that's that's not how it works. <laughs> right. That is n- <laughs> at all. Like, yeah. Not the point. No. We it's were- good because it got <laughs> you to where you are now. So it's good. What yeah. about you, Remy? Did you go to any parties or anything like that? Yeah, campus? but less you, just, you had so many classes <laughs> right, to study obviously. for. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like there are a lot of clubs, yeah, though, I feel like, and the heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I do feel like we had a different journey, though, because, like, I was coming from... So we both went to this, like, really hippie K-8 through school, like, where we were some of the only Black people. But, yeah, Sophie went to this all-girls Catholic school, and I went to, um, like, a public school in Wilmington, which is, like, a big city. So there were a lot of Black people, actually. So I feel like I had, like, a slightly different experience, I guess, coming out of that a mild identity crisis, I guess, because I didn't feel like I fit in, like, with any group, mm-hmm. really. Um, it's a little different now, I feel like, for, like, growing up Black, because you see, like, you know, Black nerds or whatever, but at the time, I was kind of, like... Yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like... Yeah. yeah no, I'm no, sorry, you're fine. No, there just, like, wasn't a lot of representation for, like, weird Black girl growing up, so it always, like, why are you acting so different? Like, you're so weird. Like, oh. or in high school, like, it'd be, like, I'll be like, you're not black, you're French. And I was like, what? Like, I am, like, what does yeah. that mean? Like, what? I am clearly a black woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's like, it was just so, I don't know, like, yeah. So weird. And then now I feel like there's so much more rep. It's like, hey, black people can be nerds and they can be artists and they can, like, like rock mm-hmm. and roll. Yeah, yeah. You can <laughs> like, do whatever. <laughs> It was like that. It was like not like that. Before. Yeah. So I feel like that. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think the media does a good mm-hmm. job, right? The media yeah. does a good job of trying to keep us in a box, but we always been For all sure. the things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We just often have not been able to see us in all yeah. the ways. Exactly. Because um, yeah. we out here nerding yeah, it out. Okay? <laughs> um, yeah. So I, I remember getting to college and being like, oh, uh, like, who are my people going to be? You know, so like, uh, you know, it is a big state school. So it was kind of, I gravitated to like, um, I made a lot of like South Asian friends and like my best friend from high school went to college with me. So that was nice to have like one person who knew me like from all the different phases of my life. We started a beatbox crew, which was really now bad. It's like uh-huh. kind of cringe, <laughs> but, but. <laughs> oh, Remy, you got to do it. I want you to me. You got to do like, it. You need so Like. <laughs> Don't stop now. <laughs> Keep going. That was fire. Be like, you know, like it opened for a month. Yeah, we it was <laughs> nobody had really heard of beatboxing, so everybody was like, Oh, like these guys are so good. And we like we performed at a step show and stuff, and we would like do the whisper song, like mm, 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 mm. and people would be like, Oh, and <laughs> 
I was ready. I started whispering. <laughs> what you doing, little mama? Yeah. Hey, little mama, let me whisper. Tell you some things that you like to hear. You know the funniest to, to that is like they thought you guys were creating something so new because they had never been exposed to it whatsoever. We could never do it now. That's fire, we could though. never. Like there's but we get booked at like all these events so that was kind of in a way like i mean not to make it like too symbolic but i feel like that was my intro to a lot of like the black culture on campus because like the step show would book us um like the center for black culture we were always working with so i feel like that was like at least i knew some faces around ud which was kind of cool um, but most of my friends, yeah, were like Indian and from my classes and stuff. So, you know, art history, I was definitely the only black person and still am. Um, but yeah, it's kind of finding your people was important. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Maybe even go a little deeper into that, Sophie, because it is a unique experience to, like, even though, sorry, your cat just jumped up on something behind you. Um, but, like, even though, you know, you guys live close, like, basically on campus, but you deciding to now, you know, live on campus and just, like, really go through, like, the, the self-discovery phase, but then also, like, you're you're more unique because a whole pandemic happened in the middle of your college experience. So maybe talk through that. Like, what was it like kind of once you started with then into COVID and then now on the, on the back end of that, what was that like for you? Yeah, like definitely the beginning of COVID. I feel like I had finally gotten to a place where I was like really well with my studies and I was doing consistent stuff. I was really taking advantage of all the art resources we have so we had like an open studio, which was nice and like a senior studio so we could do work there. And I used to love like designing by hand and really using my hands, like scanning, cutting. And then COVID, I remember just being in class, like in my race and society class. And our teacher was like in the middle of the conversation and he checks his email and he was just like, oh, oh, class is over. Like, bye guys. And we we're like, forever like what <laughs> we're, like, right. we're like okay it was just like yeah like school shut down because i remember even before covid had hit we were like talking about it like, do we think it's gonna be a thing and i was like i say the school closes for six months tops and what was i wrong <laughs> like i was not well informed but um then I remember everything transitioning online was a bit hard for me because I'm such a like in-person by hand type of artist and like the way I learn it worked best in like group environments. And it was just like, so at first I was just like, what is happening? I remember there was one day in COVID, like the early days when you didn't know if you could even like go outside or not. Um, there was just a day I ordered like a dozen donuts and just like ate all of them. And I was just like, oh, what is happening? <laughs> I was just like, I don't know what's going on. Like, might as well get some donuts. <laughs> but this is how we get through COVID. Okay. Yeah. yeah I was just like, oh. a and dozen then, donuts. <laughs> yeah. And then I lived at home my fifth year, which was good because it's so close to campus. I was able to have like a little setup there and get back into my groove. I got a new like printer and scanner. I bought it off a friend. So I was able to really craft and do things there, but it definitely was a struggle just because a lot of things were canceled. We were supposed to go to 
London on like a graphic design trip and go to all these big like agencies. And it was just a really good opportunity. Um, but I wasn't able to go because of COVID, but it's okay because I did like still benefit um, through study abroad. I was able to study abroad in was it 2018, 2019, I think. I think it was 2019. I went to Morocco. I think it was, oh, yeah, nice. I think it was 2019. So I did have like an amazing experience in Morocco and I'm glad I was able to do that. But I felt bad for people who hadn't studied abroad and were looking for like this one opportunity to, and then it's just canceled. So, but yeah. And then by the time I graduated, like, some things were more in person again, and I was able, I got a job on campus um, or off campus, but like at a restaurant, basically on campus. Um, and I was doing just photography and design for them. And I made friends through that. So that gave me an excuse to like get out of the house and still have a routine, which was nice. COVID in school. I mean, my, my father and my sister are both teachers. They were both teaching during COVID. It's, and they teach elementary students. I don't know how them kids got through Ooh, it. Listen. You know, my dad knocking 70. He was like, Mm-mm. what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> what no, but for I real, like, like, for well, real. It's a lot. Like my daughter was, it was her kindergarten year. Like it was her very first year of school and it happened in the middle. And I remember just at the end, they let us go and like pick up the, supplies that we had left at the school at the beginning of the year and i just took all them teachers flowers i was like respect because the things that the teachers had to kind of go through you could just hear them and it's always like someone's camera's off and someone doesn't know what they're doing and the parents in the background trying to troubleshoot it's just (laughs) it's a lot like respect respect it really changes like everything it's yeah i was teaching during covid like on i was teaching at brooklyn yeah i was out I was about to say, Remy, you got like PhDs. Were you still in school? Okay, so you were teaching. <laughs> yes, yeah, so I was in okay. school. <laughs> so what level were you College. teaching? I was teaching at Brooklyn College, um, like through my PhD. Um, but yeah, we switched to to online and it was it was kind of like what Sophie was saying is like, I'd ask a question and it would just be quiet. And I was like, oh my God, like, please somebody talk. Yeah, like, like, in bed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, one of our segments is called Rock On. So, the segment goes, what was that first white song that you learned when you got to campus and that you did not know before you landed at University of Delaware? Remy, you okay. <laughs> yeah. you So, got? I think for me, it was definitely Sweet Caroline. I'd never heard that song before college. <laughs> that's that's what yeah. <laughs> and like people love that song you know it's like <laughs> yeah it just was like where is it like where did it come from like and there was this thing tuesday nights at this bar called jefe and it was like a guy who would play the guitar and it was basically a big sing-along and he'd do all types of music but sweet caroline was like a big hit and i remember people like going wild and i was like i've never heard this song and that was it <laughs> Did they request it every week? I feel like someone was like, play Sweet Caroline! Like, every, every week. He would do the same songs every week, and that was part of the magic. It's like you knew exactly what the song order was going to be, and it would end with Sweet Caroline and Country Roads. Uh, <laughs> did you, you guys had Hefe too, right, Sophie? Like, Country Roads. Yeah, but I didn't go. I never knew that it was a thing. Like, <laughs> yeah. it just wasn't important. But I did go to other themed nights. I went to like emo night oh, yeah. with my friends, and they had just a throwback emo. <laughs> so I, like, emo cover, night. Okay. Yeah, they have like a cover band at the bar. It's funny because the bars there, there are some grottos is like the main bar everyone goes to. That's it's more like frat sorority. Like let's go to grottos, and then there's. <laughs> Deer Park, which was more like a tavern town vibes, but they had cover bands there and they 
brought in a lot of college students because when I was little, it was mostly just like guys with motorcycles hanging out there. And then they brought in a like a deal where it was just like a pitcher of alcohol for what, like five, three bucks so or something. So it's ridiculous like to think of how cheap stuff it was. ridiculous. This thing was huge. The amount people were drinking. Like, Listen. I couldn't believe it. Like I had one of those and I was like, what? <laughs> but people would drink like three of them. But yeah. Yeah. Alcohol is very accessible and cheap. Yeah. In college. <laughs> I look back and be like, I drink that. Yeah. I, like, I, was like, I just would drink anything, really. Now it's like nice to have taste. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you're really like looking for anything that will get you drunk. You're like, Everclear? Like, I'll drink that. Like, I remember finding like Everclear in Remy's closet and like using it as a pregame thing and it's like why would I do that why? Remy had the stash of Everclear yeah that was after I started drinking <laughs> why was that in your closet it was like well you were in New York at yeah, the time yeah. and then I guess it was like back home at, yeah home the stuff. closet is where Everclear belongs okay <laughs> nobody deserves to be in the closet no Everclear <laughs> needs to be Everclear in the closet does. It's funny well, though, because Remy went from I didn't drink freshman year to to Everclear. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. It's a big leap, Remy. That is a big leap. That's funny. Now it's like the opposite. I feel like I'm not much of a drinker, but not saying Remy's like a drinker, but like you do drink. Yeah, I mean, you know, not like like the normal yeah. amount. That this is, is not my peak. <laughs> I love how Sophie tried to walk that back a little bit. The normal amount. Right, right. I'm not saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm not saying to be clear. Yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, Sophie, you said you went to emo night. What's some music they had there? They had just like, what is it? Fallout Boy, things like that. And I remember yeah. starting college in 2016, like the music era was very interesting because it was a lot of like Hotline Bling, Amine, like just like Drake, like those rappers. And then a lot that like the Chainsmokers, who I, I never understood <laughs> like what they're just like two guys like two white guys <laughs> like i was like they don't i can't even like remember what they look like because i feel like every guy on campus like looks like that <laughs> like, <laughs> like, and, like, their songs were just like always at every frat party and every it was just like the chain smoker yeah i get that so, um yeah it was like music wise pretty bad and then also it was like the trump era so there was just a lot of like <laughs> but we that is a whole nother that's a whole nother show mm-hmm. yes the orange man era <laughs> and yeah. that's such an obvious thing that i didn't even think about dang sophie dang. yeah it was, it was just, a lot happening in college experience. yeah <laughs> i feel like it was very filled with many different like covid like trump getting elected because i remember in class like our, our professors, a lot of them canceled class the day he was elected. Um, we had one class, and I remember our teacher was, like, sobbing in class. And I remember there was a guy, <laughs> like, the white woman tears, but still, like, upsetting. But, like, I remember there was a guy in my class that was just, like, who did you vote for? And I was, like, Larry, like, obviously. And I was, like, who did you vote for? And he's, like, I don't want to hurt your feelings. And I was like, what? That obviously means you voted for Trump. <laughs> Ew, I don't want to hurt your feelings. Ew. I'm I think I'm not doing my feelings. We're talking about our democracy. Okay, I digress. Yes. A whole nother show. A whole nother show. Yeah. That's such a different vibe. But yeah, there's a lot of different Like, I was there during, like, when Obama was elected. So it was more like... Obama, <laughs> like it was like right? the complete yeah. opposite. We we're like, yeah, we could change the world. We did it. Like it's solved now. Like, <laughs> Everything's it's, fixed. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's like we could do anything if we put our minds to it. <laughs> oh gosh, <laughs> the tale of two presidencies. Yeah, but it's also funny because Biden went to the university. Oh, true, of true. So. Yeah, when you're from Delaware, it's like everybody knows who yeah. Biden is. Like my best friend or dad is like Biden's vet, and it's like everyone is like connected. 
person. Um, but it's funny because I, that was like, I guess the same era too. But. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot there. All right. I think that's a good transition to our next segment. Was there, it's, it's about, no, there's, it's called There's No Place Like Home. 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 So was there ever a moment where you wanted to click your heels three times and skedaddle right on up that road back home and just kind of leave that environment? I'll start with you, Remy. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess there were a couple of times where I didn't feel like I fit in and it was partially like race related. Like once I dressed up, so it was Halloween 2008. I dressed up as Obama and went to like some random and basically me dressing up as Obama at that school was just wearing like a suit, you know, <laughs> but um, it was a lazy Halloween costume. And, uh, but I went to some frat party and like, there were people who hated Obama in that basement. And it was like that I did look around me and I was like, Oh, like it, me and my best friend who's like from Pakistan, like we were the only two like non-white people in the basement. And I was like, Oh, like, we're like literally underground and people are like, this girl was like, I hate him. Like people are getting a little aggro and I was just like, Oh, like time to back up and go to the Jewish frat, you know, where it's more welcoming or something like that. (laughs) 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 Um, Gosh. And then there was, that's a lot. It was was a lot. It was like, also I was like, you know, I'm like 18. Like, I don't know what anybody's talking about, you know? Mm-hmm. and yeah, yeah. Wow. And there was this other time where like a ud cop kind of like came at me um and i was just like hanging out with my friends doing you know whatever a college student does and he like came up and said like i was ghettoizing campus and stuff so like that was kind of scary what? Mm-hmm. that was like a stereotypical like like it sounded like it was scripted you know yeah so what ended up happening? Like, did he just kind of drive off? Yeah, he or? was just, so we were just, yeah, he, we were just like talking and sitting in like a garden and he was like, you know, like they spend a lot on landscaping and it's not so it can be ghettoized by people like you. And I was like, and then he was like, I'm going to write your name down. And then he just left. But I think he was just like, thankfully after that, I had good experiences with like UD, PD or whatever. But I think it was just like one person who was, I think they've since left, but um. I don't know. That was a really weird incident, you know. Did you report him? I did. So there was like a diversity or like a, some kind of minority survey every year to see like what our experiences were like or whatever. And I was like, I had this experience on campus. So, you know, hopefully they did something about it. Wow. Yeah, I hope so. But it seemed like somebody with like holdovers so. from another era, you know, like... <laughs> The this younger like, ones. Um, were like, after the know, election, I remember chill. I was just walking to my friend's place and a group of black guys would just like call me the N-word on the street. And I remember it's just like, what? Like, I'm just walking. I don't know. It was just so wild during that time. People chanting, like, build the wall. It was just, it was a lot. Mm. Like, at any party, people were like, build the wall. So I definitely felt like self-conscious during that time. I wasn't as confident because I was just like, oh, everyone around me is telling me I, like, shouldn't be who I am. And then I finally was just like, oh, my God, like, I'm hot and also I'm, like, better on. Like, you know, it was just like, yeah, yeah like, the, but there was other moments. It was funny, like, freshman year, I remember wanting to leave. Like, I feel like Remy and I were always, like, the people chosen for, like, pictures <laughs> on campus. In Delaware in general, because I guess there's not a lot of Black people in Delaware, but it's, like, our moms always, like, the person you see like on an ad of like campus <laughs> professors and our faces. And I remember we'd be in class and like pictures would be taken. I was like, Oh, like, please don't put my face on like the newspaper. And then it'd be like me in the paper <laughs> or something like, in class. like I was like, no, <laughs> like we were always like the token, like black person. <laughs> like, they're like, there's a diverse looking person. Like they're going to, they're going to represent. Like we always are. I remember just being like, I want to go. Yeah. You have to wear, you have to wear a good outfit if you're going to like a school event. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because it's like, you know, your picture. yeah. Like in high school, I was like that person too. I remember like there was like, at st- I've been in the paper. <laughs> so many times like, oh my. It's like a ridiculous like it's like a, well, 
<laughs> and it always be funny because the caption, like I remember in high school when I was in the papers because we, they removed snow days and replaced them with cyber days. I guess they were ahead of their time, honestly. But at the time we were like, that sucks. <laughs> like, it sounds well, awful. Yeah, we're like, <laughs> but the whole point of a snow day is <laughs> you have fun. And they had a picture of me like on my laptop. It was like, let's go remove like snow days. And there was like a picture of me on my computer. And I remember at the time I was literally like on Twitter and they took a picture of me and then that's what the picture they used. And it looked like I was so studious. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're tweeting yeah, about like, like huh? <laughs> And they're like students react to like snow days. <laughs> like I was like, <laughs> you were tweeting, I I hate this cyber day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have a quick question uh, before we go into the last segment, Remy. Because when you had that experience as dressing up like Obama, it's like you know I'm about to go to the Jewish frat because this is whack. You know. <laughs> Were were the black frats or like the black student union? Did you feel welcome there? The black frats, I I didn't feel like that was my scene, and I think it'd be maybe different now too. Like I think I really came along on this like journey because um, yeah, like coming out of high school, I was like mm, I didn't feel like I fit in with like mainstream whatever that means, mainstream black culture or like mainstream white whatever culture. Um, so I kind of just like tried to find like random people rather than like big groups that were like, we are this or that. Um, but black student union and like the center for black culture, I always felt welcome mainly because they would also do events. Like, you know, there was a Caribbean thing they would work with. They would work with like the Latina. It just seemed like they worked with all any non-white culture, like was welcome at the center for black culture. And that felt more inclusive to me, like as somebody who felt like they had a different black identity um and then I was also in this thing called nucleus which was like for it was like a study group for people of color so that was kind of like a nice welcoming space so I would go to that office a lot actually and just like somebody would say hi and it was nice so there were spaces I felt like welcoming the black frats I always I I just maybe now it'd be different but I felt like it was too intense for me at the time but looking back it was probably fine you know (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But I mean, that's the thing too. Like all of us mm-hmm. find our spaces in different places and you're holding like multiple identities. We're bringing like all of who we are, how we grew up, all these things into these spaces. Mm-hmm. And we're all while these evolving. PWIs while evolving and figuring out who in the world we are in all of mm-hmm. this. Um, Absolutely. And then, yeah. you know, white folks will tell you real quick what they think about who you <laughs> <Right>. are. <laughs> and then you're yeah. like, all right. <laughs> yeah. That yeah, part. Yeah, college, it was definitely such a journey for, like, my identity because I feel like I would always be like, oh, like, I don't want to be someone who stands out. So I'm going to do everything I can to just blend in with all these, like, white people and nobody's going to, like, notice me just because I am anxious and I always feel like someone's watching me. (laughs) But I was just like, I don't want, like, anyone looking at me on campus because people would be like, I don't know. But then now it's like, oh, that's awesome that I have all these different identities. Like, yeah, I want to stand out. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah, yeah, why would I want to be like normal? <laughs> also, yeah, normal is overrated. That journey, you you, you found your, yourself through all of that, and you still are. You know, that's the beauty yeah. of the journey. Because I think that, like, in different ways, you know, you guys grew up in like a crazy, diverse, like type situation, like traveling like crazy. Your mom, a professor, and then like culturally, like having to do things where it's like you probably feel like you're too black for white spaces. You're too white for white sounding or whatever for black spaces but I feel like that's some things that you know I feel like even a lot of people that attended PWIs especially black people even ran into like coming up in certain cultures so like going through that space at a PWI and finding yourself and then finding your tribe by proxy and it just kind of helps you evolve I just think it's dope to kind of hear like who you guys were going in who you were coming out and even where you are today. Cause you can see like the full circle 
evolution and it's still stuff that you're like okay they said this about me but this is where i am this is who i am you know and, and having pride of it of both sides in a way that it made you kind of now at this peak of who you are yeah. and i think that's something that a lot of us experience you know culturally and going through the pwi system as well um i have a question how did you know how did you know so for our last segment we always want to know what was that moment when you were on campus and you realized, yeah, this is exactly where I want to be. There's no place like home. Like this feels like, despite the fact that it was free tuition, which might make this question a little hard. <laughs> <laughs> and and Anna, that home was across the street, like down the street. Like <laughs> this is a unique situation in this case in this episode, but. <laughs> How did you know that University of De- Delaware, in the face of all of that, was like the place you were meant to go for school? I guess I'll start, but I, I think it was like when I when I started finding like my people, you know, like just having, um, you know, because I yeah I had friends all over the place by the end of it, so I had like multicultural friends, friends from my classes who were white, whatever. But I felt like there was a point where everybody I knew had like the same values and stuff. So then it, it felt more like, you know, regardless of like, we all kind of were outliers, you know, like culturally or whatever. And then we'd see each other on campus and be like, Hey, what are you doing? And when it started to feel like I had people to like meet up with, it was like a family in school kind of, I had like my barber on campus who was like a black guy. Um, I would like go to his dorm and he'd cut my hair. I'd have like my lunch crew and, all these different people. Love that. Shout out to your Yeah, barber. he was... Okay. <laughs> he definitely made money at UD. Like, I think he like... Right? <laughs> I get it. <laughs> he said, I'm here for school, but this hustle yeah, he, right here, though. This, this hustle, hustle at a PWI, okay. Right? And it's he, hard to find a good barber, especially in those spaces. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, he... Mm, probably pay his I'm sure he was an RA too, so he was getting paid. <laughs> living like his barbershop was his room, like it was clutch. Oh, he had nobody to regulate. He had to regulate himself. He had yes. all types of appointments. Okay, yes, forget quiet hours. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yes. right now. <laughs> what about you, Sophie? Well, I think just once I met people, like more artists within my major and. I did make a lot of good friends in college. Some people weren't even my major, like one of my best friends and she's like half Dutch. So we bonded over the fact we were like bilingual. We just became friends. We did a summer program before college, just take like writing and math class. And we met there and immediately we were friends. So just meeting those people. And I'm like, oh, if I hadn't gone to this place I would have never met these people that are so important to me and now I have a lot of other like artist friends um and just like a good community I still speak with the professors um and I like respect them a lot so it's just good to have those connections yeah awesome do y'all go on campus now and have sushi with your mom sometimes (laughs) yeah I guess like yeah (laughs) because I was there like a couple weeks ago it's funny, like, I go to the art shows sometimes, and we went to the spring or the senior show in the spring, and it was nice to just see all my professors because they want to know, like, where you are, where you went. And it was funny, my college professor is just, like, this amazing illustrator, and she was my first ever college professor. She's also this, like, beautiful Black woman, so I, like, looked up there so much. Like, I was just like, wow. Um, and then she just was like telling me how like proud she was of me because I really did start college so like depressed like wearing the vineyard vines hats and then she just saw this person I was and I was explaining like I work for DCP and things like that she was just like oh my gosh like wow like yeah she she always was just a good professor there's some people on the network it's just really good to just keep in touch yeah yeah it's always good to go back it's funny having your college be in your hometown because when everyone would like, I don't know, I never had like a place to go back to. Like people were like, oh, I'm going back to my hometown and seeing all my hometown friends. And I was like, well, like I'm here, <laughs> like no student. Like, this is it. Not. I'm just here. 
the winter. Guess I'll go across the street. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's lifeless. <laughs> but it was still like now moving out, I have such a bigger appreciation yeah. for it because now I have something like to come back to. So now that I live in Philly, I enjoy going back to Delaware and having that new perspective. Yeah. That's but, yeah. that's so true. Like I actually feel like the people I met from Delaware, I met, I became closer with them after college, like weirdly, like living in New York, the subset of Delaware people who move there are all kind of similar too. And that looking back, I'm like, wow, like these were the people I, I was meant to be with. And they're all from like my partners from UD too. And she moved here with me. So it's like all of these people I wouldn't have met if I hadn't gone there, but it was like later in life. That's true. Yeah, like my partner's also yeah. from ED, and I was like, I just wouldn't have met him if I had. So now it's like, oh, like, hold on, I'm like, it all was meant to happen. <laughs> University of Delaware is in the DNA at this yeah, point. I know. This at is this point. This is so, what I'm hearing. Seriously. I think mom did good. Mama Poindex yeah. is very proud. Yeah. <laughs> yes. But our parents didn't go to University of Delaware, though. Yeah, they met at an HBC. Well, I guess my oh, mom. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they met at Lincoln University. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, so I think when yeah. she came from France, we went to Lincoln. Yeah, she was doing, some, I don't know what she I was think, saying, but she was doing yeah. some teaching a French thing or, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your mom's story in itself is just so interesting. <laughs> like, she does mm-hmm. a lot. <laughs> awesome. Well, this has been great. Uh, we appreciate y'all joining the show today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Thanks, y'all, for coming on. So Remy, what was your um like beatbox name? Did you go by any special? <laughs> yeah, we were, we were UD Heartbeats with a Z. <laughs> it was cool. Yes. <laughs> it is always cool with the Z. Okay. So as we sign okay. up, can you take us out one more time with what's the what's the beat? Yeah. I'm with it. Thanks All for right. the head nod. Hit us with some beat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to the Head Not Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and follow us on the Cube app and at DCP Official Across Social. Family, follow my sis Adele at I am Adele Coleman across all socials. And follow the coolest to ever do it, Anna Deshawn at Anna Deshawn on all socials. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. And if you really dig it, leave a rating and a review. Keep nodding your heads with us. Until next time, this is the Head Nod. <laughs>